Last week's episode, number 192, was about my pick for Word of the Year, Read. If you're not much of a reader and can only tackle one book this year, I suggest read the Bible. Some people follow a Bible reading plan that gets them through the entire book in one year. But if you're an underachiever like me, I've got a more manageable, guilt-free way to read the Bible. Keep listening to learn what it is and how it could work for you. But before we get into all this, here's a word from Carol. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Thank you, Carol. If you're new to the podcast, you can access all past and future shows by going to johnsertalic.com. Add your name and email, then click on the follow or subscribe button near the top of the page. I recently read a Wall Street Journal article about Pat Boone entitled Last of the Hollywood Squares. It was about how this actor, whom I'm guessing is about 420 years old by now, how he has capitalized on his squeaky clean image throughout his career. He stands in stark contrast to the typical Hollywood actor that comes to mind these days. The article talked about Pat Boone's faith and how he has read through the entire Bible for each of the past 40 years. 40 years! Yikes! People like this intimidate me. I've read through the entire Bible, I think, three times. But I'm clearly an underachiever when compared to Pat Boone. I followed a Bible reading plan that each day of the year included chapters from the Old Testament, the New Testament, and the book of Psalms. I would read the selected passage for the day and then put a check mark in the box next to that day's reading. I was glad I did this each time because I saw themes and issues that repeated themselves that gave me insight into what is important to God, which in turn showed me how I should then live. If you like feeling a sense of accomplishment, this type of plan works well. The downside to this reading plan for underachievers like me is that some days I was just reading to be able to check off the box that I completed. Some days I was just reading to read, and not to draw closer to God and understand Him better. Another downside is that if this is the first time you're considering reading through the Bible in a year, you know, we're already 11 days into the new year as of the date of this episode. It puts you 11 days behind most Bible reading plans. But I have an alternative I'd like you to consider. I think I talked about this once before, but last summer I came across an idea from a Bible teacher I heard at a Christian family camp we've been going to for years. As an aside to whatever he was talking about that day, 
he said in passing, If you want to get to know Jesus better, read just three chapters a day from the Gospels, and you'll finish all four of them in a month. Well, I started doing that on September 1st, but by the middle of the month, I got behind. And then on some days, I couldn't figure out where I had ended the day before so I could start the next day's reading. As an underachiever, this was not surprising. So I came up with a slightly different Bible reading plan. This one could work for you, too. Let me explain. My underachievers Bible reading plan for 2023 is to still stick with just reading a portion of the four Gospels every day this year. It will mean going over the four Gospels several times during the course of 2023. The difference between this plan and the one from the Bible teacher I heard last summer is that sometimes I'll read three chapters in a day, sometimes two, and maybe even four occasionally. Plus, my plan is a little easier to keep track of. Here's how it works. Open your Bible and start reading the first complete chapter that begins on the page on your left. Continue reading onto the page on the right side. Start any new chapter that starts on the right-hand page, and don't stop until you've completed reading the chapter. This will usually mean turning the page and finishing up that chapter on the next page on your left. And then you stop here for the day. Tomorrow, you pick up where you left off with a new complete chapter on the page on your left. And then it's simply repeat and rinse every day thereafter. For example, today I opened my Bible to the page where I placed the Burgundy Bookmark ribbon yesterday after finishing that day's reading. I'm in the Gospel of John at the moment. The left page continues the text from the end of John 12 from yesterday's reading. I started today's reading with the first complete chapter on the left-hand page, which is chapter 13. Chapter 13 continues on to the right page and ends there. Then chapter 14 starts here on the right-hand side. And then I turn the page to get the rest of chapter 14, which ends in the middle of the page and where I stop for the day. I place my bookmark here, which tells me where I start the next day. So, in, in a nutshell, you start each day with a new complete chapter, and you end each day finishing a chapter. Using a bookmark eliminates the need to check off a box for a predetermined reading for a particular day. If you're a box checker offer type, this approach may not work for you. But for underachievers like me, this Bible reading plan works well for getting to know Jesus better. Here's what I've noticed in doing this. 
I've been doing this now for four months or so. Just reading through the four Gospels multiple times as I've described. Here are the things I noticed in doing so. First of all, the story never gets old. It's like looking at a painting several times over a period of time and seeing something new each time you look at it again. The story never gets old. Another thing I've noticed is how much Jesus spoke against the religious leaders of the day and their hypocrisy. He talked about how they misled people and were out to hold onto the power they had over others. I notice how much Jesus loves people. I notice the lengths to which Jesus used simple stories to illustrate really profound truths. Another thing I've noticed in doing this is how a relationship with Jesus is not as hard as we make it out sometimes. For example, in John 6, verses 28 to 29, a crowd of people who weren't quite sure what they thought of Jesus say this to him, We want to perform God's work too. What should we do? Jesus replies with, This is the only work God requires from you. Believe in the one he has sent. Yeah, let that sink in for a minute. This is the only work God wants from you. Believe in the one he has sent. I notice, too, that religion at times really makes it harder to get to know Jesus. And I I don't remember where in the Gospels I read it, and I'll pick up on it the next time I go through it. But there's an unusual scene where the disciples are walking with Jesus around town and pointing out buildings to him. I I find this kind of funny and wonder if the Gospel writer saw it too. This guided tour telling Jesus what he already knew. It really kind of made me chuckle. So, what, what does all of this mean for you? I've said it many times before, but this podcast is all about finding joy in the relationships God designed for you. And the most important relationship is our relationship with Jesus. Finding a Bible reading plan, any plan, helps nurture that relationship. You will find more joy in life the more you read about Jesus and what he tells you. He will be the most impactful person you can read about this year. Take time to discover more about him this year. A little each day, following a Bible reading plan of your choosing. Here's the main idea that I hope you take away from today's episode. Reading through the whole Bible this year is one of the most enriching things you can do for yourself. But if this seems too daunting a task right now, try reading two or three chapters a day from the Gospels. Give it a try. Cut yourself some slack, and it's okay if you miss a day here and there. Before we wrap up today's show, if you'd like some input regarding a relationship question or issue you're dealing with, I'd love to hear from you. 
just go to johnsertalic.com question and leave me a voicemail. If you would rather put your question in writing, just enter it in the leave a comment box at the bottom of the show notes. I'll do my best to answer your question in a future show. In closing, I'd also love to hear any thoughts you have about today's episode. I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show. Enough to put into practice a Bible reading plan to get you to know Jesus better. Well, that's it for today. If there's someone in your life you think might like to hear what you've just heard, please forward this episode on to them. Scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and click on one of the options in the yellow Share This bar. And don't forget to spread a little relational sunshine around the people you meet this week. Spark some joy for them. Ask people what they've been reading these days. And tell them what you've been reading. And I'll see you again next time. Goodbye for now.